Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. You know me, I always like to start with something interesting. And you ever wonder what goes on inside an Amazon Prime delivery truck? Well, Amber Gritz is a 21-year-old Amazon van driver. She posted a video describing how they're being tracked, starting with there's a four-lens camera fixed right to the front windshield. And then the truck checks whether or not their seatbelts are fastened. They better not sip coffee while they're in motion because then they're going to get uh, they're going to get an alert and they're also going to get a ding on their whole safety report. Uh, if they don't make a full stop at stop signs, if they go more than six miles per hour over the speed limit, they get a ding. Uh, you can't touch the center console or get out of your seat unless the truck is in park or else you get a ding. So many people are posting about how this is big brother-like. I mean, I don't really get it. With all the Amazon trucks on the road, um, they better have strong safety standards, right? I mean, you can see this video right now over on my Instagram account. Just go to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. Once again, that's Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. You know, it confuses me why people feel, you know, comfortable with government surveillance. And they say, you know, I've got nothing to hide, so I've got nothing to fear. But that same person would get really scared if I asked them to take their clothes off. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Kim Commando Show, of course. It's the nation's largest, most trusted source about all things digital. And you're about ready to get more tech smart because guess what? Every single thing is now a tech thing. And you can find the Kim Commando Show in over 425 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us as a podcast, also as a webcast, 24-7, over at GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. And a special thank you goes out to our servicemen and women in the Army, the Marines, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, and Space Force, who are protecting our great nation while I speak. And they're listening to me and the show here on the American Forces Network Radio. Now, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on an award-winning show and podcast, well, I get that. Just uh, head over to the website. That's commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. And I read every single note that you send me. All right. I drop by at least 30 different websites every single day to make sure that you're up to date about all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to pass along the top five things that are happening right now in consumer tech, things that you're using, you're buying. And we're going to start with something that I wish I had a few months back. You know, it was really disturbing to me. I was... Uh, taking a swim in my backyard pool, had a bikini on, and then suddenly this drone comes out of nowhere and is like hovering over my head. And I'm like, I shoot it away. I was like, shoot, shoot. And then it, you know, then it did a couple of loops and then it actually kind of left. Well, get this. There's now a tool to trace down DJI drone operators to their exact location. That's right. It's called DJI Drone ID System. It was intended to allow governments, regulators, and law enforcement to monitor drones and prevent their misuse, basically to see if a drone operator was up to no good. Well, DJI first said, oh, you know, this whole drone ID system, it's all encrypted. It's inaccessible to anybody without an aeroscope device. Hmm, not the case. German researchers have found not only is that ID system unencrypted, it also broadcasts the GPS coordinates of both the drone and its operator to anyone who can receive the radio signals. Imagine if that was being used in war zones. So to make it easy, 
the researchers develop a tool that can receive these drone ID submissions. So if you're really nerdy and you want to get into this, you need an EDA software-defined radio or even a much cheaper hack RF radio. They sell for just a few hundred bucks. And then you can track the, the drone's ID, where the owner's located. Wow, isn't that something? Uh, number two, move over Apple. Imagine you're on a hike, you get off the trail. There's no cell phone signal. Well, with the new iPhone 14, so you can do an SOS text message, right? Well, what if you don't have an iPhone? Now it's called the Bullet New 150 Motorola Defy Satellite Link. It connects to any phone, Apple or Android, to satellites in case of emergency. It works a lot like the SOS does on the iPhone. Uh, you could send up to 30 SMS messages. It's about 150 bucks, and there is a $10 monthly subscription. And I bet this whole SMS emergency text feature via satellite is going to be standard on all phones next year, really. And about that same time, that's when Apple is going to be uh, you know, charging a monthly fee, I'm sure, to, to have access to that like everybody else will. But it just reminds me of this. You know, there was a guy who called me once complaining about this technology, you know, and I told him it was just wrong. He was wrong. I mean, satellites are not just a waste of space. Ooh. Uh, number three, sexting gets a hand. Uh, Facebook accounted for 22 million child sex abuse reports last year. Isn't that frightening? 22 million. Uh, with kids growing up on smartphones, they don't realize the implications, right, of sending a, a nude photo or a weird text, whatever it may be. So I just want to pass this along. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children created a tool called Take It Down. It's only for kids. So kids anonymously create their own digital fingerprint attached to an image stored in their database, and they can submit requests to have this nasty uh, content to be taken down. And adults, you think there are old videos or images out there, they say you could probably use this too. It only works on participating sites, Facebook, Instagram, Yubo, OnlyFans, and Pornhub. And moving on to number four, let me tell you, there were just a, there was a lot, a lot of Google news this past week. Uh, there's a haunted video floating around on YouTube. It's kind of a strange thing, right? It's a clip from the movie Alien. And get this, it's causing some Android phones to just reboot without warning. Like there is truly an alien in there. Uh, it's a Pixel 6 or 7. They say that the clip is cursed. No, uh, the aliens haven't invaded. We've got more information about that over on our site. And speaking of Androids, if you've been so glued to yours that you almost walked into a water fountain or a trash can or something like that. It actually happened to a friend of mine this morning. We were out for a walk. She almost ran into a trash can. I was like, Joe, come on back. <laughs> anyway, it's a real danger. Now, if you have an Android feature, there's if you have an Android, rather, there's a new feature called Heads Up. It encourages you to look up from the screen every once in a while to take in your surroundings. So if you want to enable it, just go to your digital well-being app and turn it on. Uh, Google's also been busy with some other updates. They rolled out fall detection for the Pixel Watch, uses motion sensors, machine learning to figure out if you've taken a tumble, you might need some help. If you don't respond to the watch's vibration alarm notification, it's going to automatically call emergency services and share that location. So smart. And if you work from home, Google's new calendar app suggests locations based on your recent movements to make scheduling appointments easier. And finally, this last coming in at number five. It's kind of a strange thing. Something that I never thought I would ever talk about on the show, nor would I ever think that it was something that would be in existence. We'll call it, give me a schmooch, baby. That's right. You're in a long distance relationship. You're kind of missing out on that 
physical intimacy, right? Well, here's a solution. It's weird. It's wild. It's a device with warm silicon lips that mimics the kiss of your partner. A Chinese scientist, of course, a Chinese scientist did this, <laughs> invented a long-distance kissing booth. So, claims to replicate a real kiss by mimicking the pressure, the movements, and the temperature of your lips. And then it even transmits smooching sounds like, mm, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Okay. Uh, the inventor himself, he says, was in a long-distance relationship with his now ex. I wonder if this had anything to do with it. Uh, and they only had phone contact. And it was an issue. So he built this device. And um, he's not the only one who's into it. Folks online are raving about how great it feels, how it's improved their relationships. Uh, there's just uh, a major flaw in the design. I don't know how to say this gracefully, but um, there's no tongue. You just get the lips. Uh, the device raises some interesting questions about tech and relationships. I mean, are you in love with this person? Are you in love with the lips of this person? Are you in love with technology lips? I don't know. We're just going to move on from that. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, I've got news about that big last pass. I have data breach. It's crazy, really. Oh, we have our trivia of the week. That's really, really great. You don't want to miss that. And we're going to talk about social media sites. What was free? They're now going to be charging for it. And yes, they're still going to be tracking you along the way. And then later on, some tips on how to find a long-lost relative online. And of course, we have all of your phone calls. And you have me, your beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you are not getting our newsletters, make sure that you sign up right now. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. They are 100% free and you can unsubscribe anytime. You're going to join almost a half a million folks who get our newsletters every single day. That's commando.com slash subscribe. Patricia in Toledo, Ohio, glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. What's going on? Well, I have a senior citizen member of the family who is being scammed big time. And uh, we have, as family, we've talked with them. We've shown them articles, uh, all kinds of information, and they still do not believe us that this is a scam. And they have spent literally thousands. How are they getting scammed? Uh, the person is needing game cards and uh, gift cards, uh, like Apple cards, and uh, with the promise that they're going to pay them back and send a bunch of money, send them some extra money. Oh, gosh. And, really? Yeah, and one of them is even going to uh, get married with them. So it's, it's oh. just, you know, it's so frustrating and, and heartbreaking, really. Yeah, it is. So I wondered if there's a way to find out who is sending it or where it's coming from, because with the grammar they use, I suspect it's not the United States. Uh, 
It's really difficult. I mean, it's it's very very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could maybe okay. get not just an email address, but get into this person's email and look at their get inside their email, look at the email headers. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might be able to get uh, an IP address. Okay. And then you can find out where that IP address is located. Okay. Uh, and but I will tell you that I don't think this is going to work. Yeah, probably. <laughs> because because let's, let's say let's say that you prove to this person that uh, that they are in Nigeria or. Mm-hmm. Uh, India or wherever they're located, right? Okay, or Eastern Europe, and then they're going to go to this person and say, "I just, you know, you told me that you were in Florida. What are you doing <laughs> in Nigeria?" And they'll say, "Oh, well, we came on vacation because uh-huh. everybody goes to on vacation to Nigeria, <laughs> right. right, or India, <laughs> right." So I don't think it's. I don't think that's going to work. Oh. I think whoever this person is is that they need. A good. They need to go see. They need counseling. Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, it's it's just. I mean, if you can say here, like like you said, like here's newspaper articles. Here's mm-hmm. the Federal Trade Commission. <laughs> uh, here's the Internet Crime Complaint Center, mm-hmm. and but they are delusional and believing that whoever this person is loves them, and they're sick, and they need the money, uh-huh. and they're in the military, they're on the oil rigs, you know, wherever they are. <laughs> right, Okay. right. Okay. You and I can sit there and spot this a mile away. <laughs> right, yes. Okay. But, they, but sometimes they need a third person. Okay. Somebody who's not, somebody who's not related to them, somebody who's not right. close to them. Right, okay. To kind of... Point them in a direction, or that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is, let, let me give you another example. When you were a teenager, did you think your parents were smart? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh, okay. Then suddenly you wake up in your twenties, and you're like, "Dang, whoa, <laughs> they are brilliant, <laughs> right. right?" Exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like a smack on the head. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's kind of what you what you need with this person. If you okay. you know, if you ever want me to talk to him, I'll talk to him. Okay, let them tell me their whole story, and then <laughs> I'll sit and I'll, I'll say, "Hey, come on, dude, this is not, you know, this right. is not happening." I right. mean, you know, it's like you know, it's it's. I had a woman on the show not too long ago. She got scammed twice. Oh dear, she got scammed once by one guy that she thought was going to marry her. Mm-hmm. And and was in the military and then took like, I don't know, $75,000 from her. But listen to this. She got scammed a second time oh. because the second time guy said, oh, you got scammed? Well, I'm a hacker. I can go get your money back, but I need $100,000 to go do it. Oh, no. Oh, my. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so they're very, very creative, the scammers. And with this open AI chat GPT, they can be whoever they want to be, and they're getting the text written perfectly. They can mold themselves to what you are, and they run by scripts. And so, uh, Patricia, if, if you want me to talk to your family member, again, I'm happy to do that. But I, I think really you need uh, somebody who can do some counseling. And thank you for your call. 
Usually to see the IP address of an email, you're going to open up that email and then go to file and properties. And then you're going to want to look for something like internet headers or message headers. And that's where you'll get that IP address. It'll say received from or received by. And that IP address will be listed in brackets. Now, keep in mind that IP address you see may not be the actual IP address of the sender. As spammers and scammers, they have tactics to hide their true IP addresses. But it's always useful maybe in trying to identify these suspicious emails and also any potential scams. All right, I got to tell you about a big hack that happened. Talking about LastPass, yes, the password manager. Now, here's the thing. Last August, LastPass was breached. They said that no user data was compromised. But then in December, there was a new hack with LastPass. The attacker got some basic customer data, but no passwords or usernames. Okay, close one, right? Well, LastPass just dropped some bad news this past week. It turns out the second attack was worse than they thought. The attacker got into an employee's home computer, wow, installed a keylogger, captured the master password. Yes, the master password. I mean, why is this information on a home computer of an employee anyway, personal computer? And with that, the attacker got into the LastPass corporate vault that had encrypted and unencrypted customer data. So what's the lesson here? Get rid of LastPass. Do it. Just find a new password manager. Better yet, switch to RoboForm, one of our great sponsors. You can learn more at roboform.com slash Kim. Stay right where you are. Our trivia is coming up that you definitely don't want to miss. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey, it's time now for what I like to call commanding the tech world trivia. All right, because we've all seen how the world has changed because of technology, but maybe you don't know some of these hidden stories, the backstories, the fun facts that makes our tech world go round and round. And so when playing commanding the tech world trivia, you really have to think. And of course, we have a very special guest contestant every single week. And they are playing for a huge prize. I'm talking about an official Kim Commando Show fanny pack. And joining us this week for Commanding the Tech World Trivia is Jonathan in Denver, Colorado. Hello there, Jonathan. Hey, Kim. How are you? Good. What do you do there in Denver? I am a professional meeting planner. I do uh, conferences and events and meetings for companies, associations, nonprofits, etc. Awesome. That's great. Okay, so you're going to be really good at this. I have a feeling. And we're going to talk today about habits. Like, for example, uh, I have a habit. Uh, for lunch, it just seems like for the last two or three months, I put in a pan, some spinach and onions and broccoli and egg whites, and then I put in like one piece of low-fat Swiss cheese on top, and then I top it off with salsa. Okay? So that's like a weird habit, right, That of mine. Um, but Mark Zuckerberg, of course, you know him, the founder of Facebook, he has a weird habit. He wears the same gray T-shirt every single day because he says this way, I have more time to do other things. I don't have to worry about what I wear. So I'm going to give you some habits of some famous tech personalities and founders, 
And then you have to say which one is not true. Okay, Jonathan, which one is not true? All right, you ready? Got it. Okay. Okay, so the first one is Steve Jobs, of course, co-founder of Apple. He's known because for his strict fruit-based diet because he thought that eating a lot of fruit would help him think more clearly and stay focused. Okay. Uh, next is Elon Musk, of course, the founder of SpaceX and Tesla, now the CEO and owner of Twitter. Uh, he's known for working four hours straight, then he takes a nap, and then he works for six hours, and then he takes a nap. Uh, Jeff Bezos course, Amazon. This is interesting, and you'll like this because you're a meeting guy, begins each meeting by having all attendees silently read a six-page memo that outlines the topics that will be discussed so that this way everyone is on the same page and they can focus on key issues. And then finally, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, co-founders of Google, they were rollerbladers. That's right. They used to rollerblade all around the Google campus, and they would actually hold meetings where everybody would have to rollerblade. Okay, so which one of these, I guess you'd say, habits, unique fun facts, is not true? So is it Steve Jobs, the co-founder of Apple, about his strict fruit-based diet? Elon Musk, he works and then he naps and works and then he naps. Uh, Jeff Bezos has everybody read a six-page memo before they actually can get to a meeting with him. Or is it the co-founders of Google, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, that they were just rollerbladers? all around the campus. So which one is not true? Well, I'm pretty sure the Steve Jobs, um, the Steve Jobs description is true. So I'm going to rule him out. Um, okay. Um, can, I, can I share a really uh, interesting thing about Jeff Bezos with you real fast before I answer Yeah, do. Yeah, please so do. So as a, one of my businesses before I went into what I do now is I planned high school reunions. And I actually planned Jeff Bezos' high school reunion. And oh, he have was fun. The first, he was the first person to pay to go to the reunion. Oh. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so um, – I, I'm between Jeff Bezos and 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 the the Google guys. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jeff Bezos though. I think that that story is not true. I think as a CEO, he would expect everyone to be prepared when they come in to speak to him, and not mandate that they have to read a document a document like that. So that's my answer, Jeff Bezos. Okay, so that's that's the final answer, Jeff Bezos. Uh, that's right, Jonathan thinks that one is not correct, and let's ask. Our judges. Oh, darn it. Okay. If you you had to have one other guess, what would it be? One other guess. I'm going to go. I'm going with the rollerblading Google guys. Actually, it's Elon Elon Uh, Musk. Elon Musk. He doesn't work for four hours straight, takes a nap. He actually works about, he says, 100 hours a week. And he sleeps at his office much of the time, so this way he can save time on commuting. Isn't that can crazy? I, can I possibly get a third guess? No, I already gave you what the wrong one was. <laughs> okay, well, that was interesting. Right. Thank you. <laughs> and he's worth, you know, keep in mind, today, this morning I looked it up, he's worth $197.7 billion. He must be slacking off, right? Uh, okay, so I know you have a question for me. How can I help you out? Yeah, so um, my wife, who actually is in the same business that I am, um, she has a MacBook, 14 uh, inch MacBook with the M1 chip in it. 
And Mm -hmm. we learned uh, recently that that particular laptop does not support two monitors. Um, And working on two monitors is pretty much a must these days. Uh, And we could never figure out why every time um, we would, like, every time my wife would go and travel, she'd come back, reconnect the monitors to her MacBook, that it was just, it was always a, a, a lot of a lot of pain trying to get both monitors to work properly with, with the MacBook. So what I wanted to ask your advice on is, can you recommend, if we were to remove the two monitors and go to one larger monitor, like in a, what I see in the stores these days and online are these big um, widescreen gaming monitors, if mm-hmm. there is a good um, uh, alternative to a single monitor that is, you know, uh, probably not going to be as wide as two and not as much real estate as two individual 27-inch monitors, but if there's an opportunity there for to find something that might be better. Well, um, first of all, you sent me an email, and I did not know the answer to your question as far as with the MacBook because I was surprised. And so I um, – I consulted with my very own IT genius. His name's John. Love him. And John says that you can hook these monitors up to the MacBook, but you have to use uh, a Thunderbolt 3 dock that has something called Display Link technology. And he said that it would actually work with up to three external monitors. So you don't need to go buy another monitor. You just need to go buy the right dock uh, from Amazon, or, and then you'll be able to hook up up to three monitors. So that's kind of cool, right? Uh, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a link to one. It's $169. And uh, so this way you can use the monitors that you have. But if you are interested in a larger monitor, you know, some basic specs is that if you get a 4K resolution monitor, uh, it's going to give you some sharp text and images, and or you can go 1440. It uh, gives you a nice balance of clarity and size. Um, but make sure that it has uh, blue light filters or flicker-free tech, and so it can kind of reduce that eye strain because it sounds like you guys are working long hours, right? Oh, absolutely. So what do you think? So you want to buy a bigger monitor, or you want to just see if you can use this docking station? Well, I kind of like the, the the cleanness of the single monitor. You know, that just seems to be, uh, and, and I know we were actually using a, a docking uh, station um, th- to do the two monitors, and the company that we bought it from, it's called Hyperdrive, um, they claimed that it would support the two monitors, but it just didn't do it. Um, oh. so, well, you know, if you, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say, we're going to send you a link to this one in case you do want to do that. But if you want like that clean line of a 27-inch or larger screen size, uh, a couple of ones that you might want to look at is the Dell UltraSharp. Uh, LG also has a 27-inch. And uh, Asus has something called the ProArt. And so we're going to send you links to that docking station over at um, at Amazon as well as uh, these recommendations that I just said because I know everybody's like, wait, what did that just, you know, I couldn't write that down fast enough. So for everybody else, we're going to put it inside the Commando community. And Jonathan, sorry you didn't win the Kim Commando Show fanny pack. Better luck next time. All right, let's talk about social media sites, what they're going to be charging and what was free and what's not free anymore. And this week is brought to us by CarShield. These social media sites, they're going to start charging. This is not a hoax. This is actually happening. And so let's talk about how much they cost 
at ways that you can save and what you're getting. We're going to start with Twitter. Okay, Twitter Blue. Uh, if you sign up for a subscription, you get 30 minutes to make some changes to your tweets. You get the ability to change your Twitter icon on your phone. Hmm. Yay. Uh, you can choose from a list of themes for your Twitter app. You get a shortcut to the most shared articles in your network. Uh, you get longer tweets, up to 4,000, longer video uploads, and you also get uh, two-factor authentication. Now, Twitter Blue costs $11 a month or $115 a year if you buy it through the app. Okay. If you just buy it on the website like I did, $8 a month or $84 a year. Okay, Facebook verified. What do you get for that? Star ticker, stars and stickers and stuff like that. I don't really understand. Uh, they say you're going to get increased visibility, such as comment searches and recommendations. They're going to protect your account. And But the big deal is that you're going to get tech support. How much does this cost? Uh, $15 a month through the app or $12 a month if you get it right on the web. Reddit Premium, if you want to pay for that, you get ad-free browsing, ex exclusive avatars, 700 monthly coins to award your favorite posts and comments. Okay. Uh, a members lounge mm -hmm. and custom app icons. Yay. Uh, $6 a month or 50 bucks a year. Snapchat has Snapchat Plus. Uh, you get to pin your favorite person as your BFF, but only you are able to view the pin, mm -hmm. I guess. Custom app icons, you get a badge. Uh, exclusive Bitmojis, Story Boost, chat bots. That's $4 a month. And then finally, there's Tumblr. It's just a bare-bones subscription plan, $5 a month. Okay? And you don't see any ads, and that's who it is. So if you want more information about this, you want to share this with your family members and friends, uh, just head over to commando.com and hit the link that says Kim Show right there on the page. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as a great tip from our listener mail. A guy want to know how he could find a long-lost relative online. We're going to give him some tricks, tips, and secrets. And, of course, you want to stay right where you are on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. If you're not already getting our podcast, make sure that you sign up for our daily tech update. Every single day, you get one 60-second tech news story from me, and you get one 60-second tech life hack that you're going to use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure that you sign up for our daily tech updates. Just search for Commando with a K. Albert in San Antonio, Texas. Hi, Kim. Big fan. I've been listening forever. Well, thank you. Thank you. How can I help you? I started this challenge last week, and uh, I w we got a pretty extensive greenway uh, hike bike trails around my area, and, and you know, as a way to get myself mo motivated to get out more and be more active, I thought uh, I'd, like, hike all, all 100 miles and, you know, film it. And then I'd stitch together, stitch together mm -hmm. uh, the film and have a like a little something, yeah, like, like a tour, like a little tour to show the, you know, something to show for it. But uh, I 
Sure. I got a body cam. I thought that would be a good way to do it. And just the the video that I got was was junk. I didn't. Uh, it's not really worth. And I don't know if it was just I didn't have it like a good way. I didn't have it secured good, or it was bobbing around or something, or. Yeah, that's, you know, that's that's tough, you know, with a body cam when if you are really wanting to create a nice video production that you want to put up on YouTube and so people can enjoy it, maybe get motivated to go and visit it and maybe even just put it on a background if it's nice to look at and if there's some great sound along the way and where you're, you know, maybe you're talking along the way as well. So what kind of phone do you have? I got an iPhone. And how old is it? Um, I don't know. 10, 11. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've had it maybe two or three years. Okay, perfect. All right. So the newer iPhones, they have excellent cameras, and they capture really good video and sound, okay? Uh, what you want to do is you're, instead of using a body cam, I'm going to ask you if you could use your iPhone. And then what we're going to do is invest in a stabilizer or a mount that will keep the phone steady while you're walking. Right. And these mounts are about $150 to $175. And then in addition to that, we're going to get a lav mic, a mic that you can pin to your collar. And that also connects to your phone. So this way, as you're walking along, is that you could be saying, you know, over here is a, is a great area for you to, if you want to take a break for lunch. Right. And you can take a view over the riverbank or whatever it may be. And then people can hear you loud and clear. Okay, so 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 instead of – we're going to forget about the body cam and we're just going to use your iPhone with a stabilizer and put a nice lav mic on there. Now, when it comes to editing the footage um, – iMovie is free and it's great and it works on 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 your iPhone. You could do it there, uh, or there's Adobe Premiere, there's Final Cut, and uh, but either one of those they might have a, a steeper learning curve. There's also GIMP is G I M P is a is actually a Photoshop uh, alternative if you want to take some extra if you want to get pictures out of those videos. And so so we're gonna forget about using the body cam and this is really. You know, good advice for anybody if you're trying to walk and talk and take a video at the same time is that you really want to invest in a really good stabilizer amount because this way you keep that phone just rock steady as you're walking along. Then, of course, you're going to open your YouTube channel. You're going to get millions of views and then you're going to be an influencer. But it all starts with a really good video. Albert, thank you for your call. You know, if you're ever going to do something like this, make sure that you plan your shots out. You vary the shots Pay attention to lighting, too, and you always want to take a look at that golden hour, the hour after sunrise or right before sunset when the light is just soft and warm. How to find long-lost relatives online. Probably one of the first places I would start with is at FamilyTreeNow.com. It's a great free option. Once again, that's FamilyTreeNow.com. Then, of course, you want to search the social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And then dig around if you can find any profiles that match over at other websites like Ancestry and MyHeritage because this way you can really track down some missing relatives. Now, these sites have other databases with family trees and other information, and it'll, it'll give you like these little tiny steps to get closer and closer to somebody. And then also start searching for variations of that person's name too, because it may have been put into a database incorrectly, or maybe they did that on purpose, especially if they owe you money. Hey, be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show, because knowledge is power. 
This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.